Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of God through the lens of caregiving. Happy Saturday. Today we're going to be discussing Psalms 109. And I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. Here we go. God of my praise, do not be silent. For they have opened a wicked and deceitful mouth against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They have also surrounded me with words of hatred and have fought against me without cause. In return for my love, they act as my accusers, but I am in prayer. So they have repaid me evil for good and hatred for my love. Appointed a wicked person over him and may an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is judged, may he come out guilty, and may he may his prayers become sin. May his days be few. May another take his office. May his children are fatherless, and his widow his wife a widow. May his children wander about and beg, and may they seek sustenance far from their ruined homes. May the creditor seize everything that he has. And may strangers plunder the product of his labor. May there be none to extend kindness to him, nor any to be gracious to his fatherless children. May his descendants be eliminated. May their names be wiped out in a following generation. May the guilt guilt of his fathers be remembered before the Lord, and do not let the sin of his mother be wiped out. May they be before the Lord continually so that he may eliminate their memory from the earth because he did not remember to show mercy but persecuted the afflicted and needy person and the despondent in heart to put them to death. He also loved cursing so it came to him and he did not delight in blessing so it was far from him but he clothed himself with cursing as with a garment and it entered his body like water and like oil into his bones. May it be to him as a garment with, with which he covers himself and as a belt which he constantly wears around himself. May this be the reward for my accusers from the Lord and to those who speak evil against my soul. But you, God, the Lord, deal kindly with me for the sake of your name. Because of your mercy is good. Rescue me, for I am afflicted and needy and my heart is wounded within me. I am passing like a shadow with this when it lengthens. I am shaken off with the locusts. My knees are weak from fasting, and my flesh has grown lean without fatness. I have also become a disgrace to them. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, Lord my God. Save me according to your mercy, and and may they know that this is your hand. You, Lord, have done it. They will curse, but you bless. When they arise, they will be ashamed, but your servant will be glad. May my accusers be clothed clothed with dishonor, and may they cover themselves with their own shame as with a robe. With my mouth I will give thanks abundantly to the Lord, and I will praise him in the midst of many. 
for he stands at the right hand of the needy to save them from those who judge his soul. David is distraught in this lamenting psalm of imprecation. It sounds as if there is one person who has caused his anguish based on the reference of him and his, but then he also says they. So it's probably a group and maybe but one person maybe at the forefront of it perhaps. But David begins this psalm where his heart lies, which is with God. The opening phrase, God of my praise, tells us that God is at the center of David's worship and praise. And then after he declares that God is there and the God of my prayers, it's he's coming to petition him. He goes off and he tells us what he's experiencing, right? He just launches into it how the wicked and the deceitful mouth, how they've rised up against him. But towards the ends of this, he stops and he says, but I am in prayer. This is significant because as David did at the beginning of setting the stage where his heart, you know, or was or is, this builds upon that, that despite what has happened to him, he is in prayer. Notice that it's a qualifier, but but suggests that everything that he has stated prior is now void because he is in prayer. David knows the power of prayer. Because he's in prayer, he knows that God can and will answer him to change the situation. If we had that kind of confidence, right? But I am in prayer. It says, yeah, I know that this is a crappy situation. Yeah, I know that everyone has written me off. Yes, I understand the diagnosis is dire. No, I didn't get the promotion. No, I've not found the special someone. But I'm in prayer, which means it will change. Hallelujah. But I'm in prayer. That's a sermon right there. (laughs) Now, based on David knowing that things will change because he's in prayer to God, David goes into the imprecation part. He curses his enemy. And it's pretty dramatic. I mean, David wants the children to be fatherless, the wife to be a widow, that there be no, no descendants left of the person. That God just wiped them from the face of the earth. He's, we're, we're talking about him wishing bad things on people. And we've talked about that before. That that's not something that we're supposed to do. Although we can understand the hurt, the anger, and or the anguish that prompts David to do this. That's still not something for us to do as believers. Next, you notice that David has been afflicted by this to the point where he's been fasting. We find that in verse, what is it, 24, right? And I'm not sure if he's fasting because he wants God to curse the people or he's fasting for deliverance. It it could be both. But the fact that he is fasting suggests that David was very highly distressed and he really was seeking God to help him. David, for me, ends kind of as he began offering praise and thanksgiving to God so much so that he states that he's not afraid to thank God openly right which he stated before in previous psalms that we've discussed David is unashamed of his relationship with God and he knows that God cares for those who are marginalized I find it funny that David believes that 
even though he's king, he's part of that marginalized group in a sense. He tells us, and, and I think this tells us that no matter what our status is in life, that there's always hardship, you know, that all of us face. My difficulty won't be yours and yours won't be mine, but they will be difficult for each of us to handle independently. Therefore, we should not berate or downplay other people's struggles. God gives each of us what we can bear, right? What we can handle. So instead of trivializing, let me get it out, each other, Paul tells us that we are to pray for one another and share each other's burdens. So let's do that. Our takeaway is found, I believe, in verse 4. But I'm in prayer. I can't get away from that. I want you to, do, to remember that this weekend as you face the challenges of your caregiving season. But I'm in prayer means God has equipped you to handle this situation and today. And that in his timing, you will come out of this with victory. Change is coming. So be in prayer. Father, we thank you for allowing us to come before you in prayer, for giving us a way to communicate with you, which is not one way. It is a dialogue. And so, you know, most of the times we come to you yammering and yammering and complaining and thinking and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes we don't stop long enough to hear you. (laughs) And so I ask, Father, that you give us the wherewithal, the maturity to stop And allow our spirits, our hearts to hear you speak to us. But we thank you for wanting to hear from us. We thank you for creating a way to speak with you. And we thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. Because this psalm today tells us that when we pray, things happen. Prayer isn't a second or last resort. That it is the first thing that we must do when situations occur that we don't understand, that we need help with, that prayer is the very absolute thing that we must do. And so we submit that to you. Everything, Father, we come to you in prayer. And we thank you for giving us the opportunity to come to you. Bless the caregivers out there. Help them to realize that you are there with them and that they will get through this season. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my podcast family, enjoy your weekend. And remember, be in prayer. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.